Last time on Loose Cannons. Police reports and rumors alike indicate that a superpowered woman blasted her way into the warehouse and killed five people inside and destroyed all of the afterburner as well. Recently, you received a message from Umbra, and the information that he gave you was that several scientists were recently captured and taken from the campus. Your team was requested to investigate the disappearances. I still, I still think that you teleporting in might be a good idea. Um, and maybe I can go up and talk to them because I don't want them to just show us what they want us to see. Yeah, uh, what, what happened here? How can we help? The, the lead scientist, her name was Dr. Susan Park. From what I know, she'd been acting a little bit strangely this week leading up to this. Apparently, she thought someone had been following her. There, were, there was un no evidence to suggest that these thoughts were real. But clearly, somebody was mistaken. Yeah, and, and I blink my way down the hallway to get to the to the lab as fast as I can. You catch your eye catches what looks like a like a lanyard. You realize that somebody that was here had a security ID badge for a company called Gene Tech Industries. So Leo, as you're looking over, you're you're looking over this thing and you're like, Where'd they, where'd they go? And all of a sudden you feel a hand on your shoulder as somebody grabs you. All right, start talking, ass white. Why are you following us? I am looking for someone, and I heard Brass might be involved. We last left off with you guys meeting up on a roof, finally coming in contact with Leo, who goes by Outburst as his superhero name, finding out that you guys are both on the same path of tracking down brass and the afterburner products. Outburst doing it to try to locate a friend, you guys doing it to try to stop these drugs on the streets you all decide to put your heads together and work together and we find you teleporting from a building near uh, Halcyon University to another part of the city where Gene Tech Industries has a facility where a John Thompson has works as a security guard so what is the building that you teleport on top of as Outburst begins to throw up over the side. <laughs> you know, I think this is the... This is actually that... I, I teleport to the parking structure from a couple of episodes back uh, and realize that the parking structure, or like the, the fancy cars that I was throwing rocks at, uh, is the parking lot for Gene Tech. Nice. <laughs> um, and just go, well, this is pure serendipity. Yeah, as as Outburst is throwing up over the side, Crash, you notice as uh, Derelict looks around, 
and a smile cracks on their face as they're looking around at the parking garage. I, I point to the Rolls Royce that still is like, you can see a couple of dents in it and go, I did that. Nice. And I give him a high five. <laughs> so where are we right now? Uh, outburst, we are in, um, on the top of a parking garage across the way from this gene tech facility. And um, I was just telling Crash that I threw a bunch of rocks at these cars um, a, a little while ago. And frankly, I'm glad that I did it because now I know. Bunch of assholes working for brass. Alright then. So Gene Tech. Uh they they're uh Gene Tech is uh I I show him the badge because I realized that we hadn't I hadn't shown him it yet. I found this in in the lab. Um after I did my own little investigation before the suits uh, got in there. They're too slow and, frankly, boring. So... Does the doctor's name look familiar to Altburst at all? Dr. Susan Park? Actually, you believe that she might have been one of the people that were running the project you were originally on. She, I can always see the la or I can always see the name, but not like the face or anything, right? Yeah. Well, you, then not on the badge. You, the, the name you would know the name. Okay. The name is familiar. Yeah, I think I talked to her a couple times. She wanted to just see how I was adjusting things like that. Um, normal doctor, from what I could tell. Well, she might have some information on your friend then. Maybe that's why she was kidnapped. Maybe she grew a conscience or I should rephrase that. Outburst, you said that these the the people running the tests on you didn't think that or you didn't think that they knew what was going on. Yeah, no one seemed shifty or anything like no one seemed shifty or anything like that. They just seemed like normal doctors. Okay, so maybe she figured it out, and that's why they kidnapped her. All right, let's uh, let's take a look about here before we break into this facility. Got it. Excuse me. Looking around for security and everything else, I guess. Start I'm gonna casing the place. Assess the situation. Yeah. You want all that right. all so, three of us or just one of sure. us or a couple of us? Well, whoever wants to assess the situation, go ahead. Oh. Uh, I just did. I got a seven. Awesome. Nice. Um, all right. So with a seven, just because you can, with a seven to nine, you can ask one. What here can I use to blank? What here is the biggest threat? What here is in the greatest danger? Who here is most valuable to me? How could we best end this quickly? 
I think I want to know what is the biggest threat. Looking from the outside of this building, you see a lot of security. More so than what would probably normally be around one of these places. I mean, obviously, these kind of tech places always have a lot of security. But these guys really went above and beyond. Like, you see... Everybody, everybody is patrolling. Is, has at least two part. Has like there's at least two partners instead of like one person walk around. Two people walk together, and it's almost like as soon as two people hit a corner, you see two more people come around another corner. Like there's like very little room to sneak past from most angles that you see. Is it possible that they heard about what happened over at um, Umbra and decided to beef up security? I mean. It's one one theory. Sorry, I'm asking. I'm sorry, I was asking them. My bad. Oh, <laughs> you're asking. I'm me. sorry. I should have made that clear. What was the question? Is it possible that um, they heard about what happened over at the lab and decided to beef up security? Um, I mean, I. Because it's only been like what if it's been a couple hours since that happened. Yeah, I I think that Daryl looks thinking about the stuff that happened this last week, and this is not this is usual. All all of Brass's places are pretty high with security. I mean, we don't see any like new new mercs pulling up or anything at the moment, right? This is this all looks like standard rotation sort of stuff. We don't see anybody pulling up in new vehicles or. It just increased activity in general. Yeah, increased activity in general. Um, it's it's something you'll see. I mean, there's vehicles coming and going. They're going through gates and stuff like that. Uh, a lot of them are being redirected to the parking garage that you guys are in, and then people are walking across and having to show badges, those kind of things. Gotcha. But it looks like people are... I mean, I will say what what is odd about that is... At this point, it's quite late. I'd say it's about 10, 10 o'clock at night, but this place is still open. really busy after hours. Yeah. Well, okay. not open to the public, well, yeah, yeah. but Just people like are still working. Open. Yeah. Huh. I have a very stupid idea. Yeah? What's that? Well, Derelict, do you have your driver's license on you by chance? Y- yes. What? I'm going to hold up the badge and then uh, look at the size of the picture on the badge for Dr. Susan Park. No, this no, is, no, the badge this... isn't Dr. Susan Park. Go ahead. Uh, the the badge is John Thompson. Oh, I thought the badge was it's for secured... Susan Park. Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, it's okay. Oh, well, well then it's a security uh, I'll, badge. I'll switch that up. Outburst. How do you feel about playing the role of a doctor? Well, it wouldn't be a doctor. He's a security badge, ah. security guy. Well, I'm um, just going to get this entire situation completely wrong. From okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, lightning bug, since I'm just going to be completely wrong about the whole situation. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Albert, how do you feel about being a security guard? He just lightning like crackle on his hand be like, mm. All right, then. Um, Even I buzz mean, like a bug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe 
put put your I mean derelict's pretty good with derelict type things. Maybe she can move your picture from your driver's license or maybe a school ID or something over to this badge. And then you're taking us into a special area. You don't have to explain yourself. You're John. Okay. How, how are you I, feeling about that? I think this will work, but I might need a change of clothes. You don't carry a change of clothes with you? Gosh. I'll I will take my backpack off and I will produce some clothes. He probably looks about the same size that I do. They're probably a couple of sizes too big on me anyways, so. Derek, with your criminal background, there are, you, you do know two potential, and these may not be a problems, but you would just generally know with your criminal mind kind of thing. Mm -hmm. One... Security guards usually wear security uniforms. Mm -hmm. He's off the clock. He might be off the clock. It may work. You're, you know, you, you're not sure. Two, they may know who John Thompson is. Yeah. Yeah, that's the other thing. I think... Okay, this is... Not, and I'm not saying that... I'm, I'm just telling you these are things that you realize that could be a potential problem. Yeah. They may not be a problem. No, I think... Thinking about it... And I know that we're... All, we're I, I, I and, and for the record, what, what I'm saying real quick, what I'm saying real quick is, depending on how you guys roll in these situations, those could become problems. No, no, I know. See, okay, so this is. I was gonna ask uh, Morgan in terms of like, I feel like we are in a planning space where, mm -hmm. like, if we're not careful. Uh, we'll go the way of the last two things that we have done. <laughs> and chaos. Both times, back, right? Yeah, your powers are gone yeah, uh, back. Cars so nearby, right? They are. And I, but I look at you and I hold my finger out and go, don't do anything yet. Swear to God, if you're another fucking hype, I'm going to punch you in the face. All right. So, well, I don't know so what that's that... about, but. So <laughs> I, I, I say, I think that I can take this badge and make one that has a different name with one of your photos on it. And we can get a security guard outfit to match this. So, like, if you, if the three of us, like, stake this out, sort of look at what the security guards are wearing, we can go and either steal something or buy something to, to, to look like it. Because the last thing we need is for them to know that they're under suspicion and they pack up because crash we've done this before we go in and then the next day they're gone before we could get any good information i just don't want them to pack up after hearing about what happened at the other place right but i i don't think that they will because this is and and i and i i point um i point out the fact that just, you know, just last week, I was throwing rocks at 
gene tech cars. So they've been, like this is a permanent location. And as long as they don't think that anybody has any suspicions, they will probably just sit cozy because gene tech is a legitimate business. They are doing gene therapies for cancer and shit, right? So let's just so let's, they say. I I know. I we we you and I know and and I look over at, at Outburst and you clearly and I like indicate to your entire self uh we know what they're doing. But nobody else does. And as long as they don't as lo as long as that doesn't get revealed, you can come back tomorrow. Better prepared with a plan. And I don't know. I mean, if if you want us to do something right now, I'll follow your lead, but I I I need you to trust me on this. Helpers, do you think your friend's in there? I couldn't tell you 100% for sure, but either we go in tomorrow or I start blowing up cars. What do we think is going to change in between now and tomorrow? I think very little. Hopefully and not much. As, and as you guys say that, oh, you can hear somebody yelling from the building. Stop! Stand back! I will take a gander. And as you look over, you see a woman pulsating with lightning energy just shoot at this guy and as it hits him he fries and crumples to the ground and she just blasts the doors open and you hear alarms going off in the building as people are running and she's just sending people flying with her energy and she just casually walking into this building that she just blew a hole in the side of damn it it's this she's scarlet witching the place I'm gonna look back at uh fucking I'm, I'm gonna look back at there like I don't think we have time to plan anymore. Yeah, no no I I as soon as I see her, I go, God fucking damn it, and like grab your both of your shoulders and teleport us down there. Wait, who's that? <laughs> <laughs> and as you guys teleport down, you you see that she's already deeper into the building as she starts to kind of zip through almost like like bolts of lightning <laughs> you know like the flash have you ever seen the flash how he kind of zips yeah. around on the show um mm -hmm. yeah it's kind of like that yeah. as he's zipping down the halls um okay and i'm gonna disappear down the halls okay i'm gonna run and i'm gonna throw my hands back and explosions are gonna come out of my hands and like propel me forward and as you're doing that you guys see several security guards running out from the sides not knowing what had happened before and they see all of you in the front of this building, charging forward. 
I'm, and they all draw on you and they begin to fire. I and will with that, everybody that I can. Yeah. <laughs> with that, we're we're going into into combat. So okay. let's talk about <clears throat> all that good stuff there, eh? Mm-hmm. Where we <laughs> where we go over the basic moves and all that good stuff. The 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 setting up and everything like team mechanics. All right, so. When you enter a battle against a dangerous foe as a team, you add two to the team pool. All right. First off, who's the leader? I assumed it was derelict or crash. Yeah, I'm in between derelict and outburst right now. D- derelict teleported us. Oh, down I thought here you meant the leader of the team. I'm sorry. Outburst just exploded down the hallway. <laughs> well, I'm so just so, just so you know, Justin, the way it works, every time you go into battle, uh, you guys kind of decide who is kind of leading this battle, like this charge. Okay, like who's kind of taking, taking um, the lead. And, and it could be anybody. So every time it could be somebody different. Um, Crash, I think it should so. be you since you said you were going to shield. Well, and you also, I think... Uh, Derelict was hesitant to go in tonight and right. only went in when you said, I don't think we have the time. Right. So yeah, Crash, right. you're, you're, you're definitely the leader on this one. All right, so we have two team in the pool right now. If the leader has influence over every teammate, add another team to the pool. Um, let me ask you this, Albert, because your character kind of came into this not necessarily being a part of them. Mm-hmm. Knowing, just getting to know them, did would you have given him influence over you in the short amount of time that? Because you can give influence to your teammates at any point. Yes, yes, because I don't really know what I'm doing, and they and they seem to. So you're, yeah, you're trusting them with you know influence to guide you down the right path. Yes. Okay, so in this situation, uh, Kylie, does mm-hmm. does derelict uh, does he have influence over derelict? Absolutely. <laughs> All right, so that's that's one more at another team pool. Uh, does everybody have what is okay? I'm going to ask you what is your guys's purpose in this fight individually? Um, it's it's one it's it's one I because I, I want to say does everybody have the same purpose in this fight? I personally feel like that's probably not true. Yeah, I I think Derelict's uh, purpose is to find out who this this person is who has straight up ruined all of our leads because i think that this is exactly what would happen is that crash and i would find a like potential place we would make a plan to go like the next day with like better prepared and then the next day it was blasted to bits Mm -hmm. so i want to find out who this chick is (laughs) yeah and what what is what is uh crash's goal and rushing into this place uh crash's goal is stopping this person while these people may not be on the up and up and and the greatest people in the world they're still just people so Mm -hmm. and a superhero coming in here and causing all this violence and chaos is everything against what crashes so he he, his goal is to stop her and that's I feel like your guys' goal would be the same, but I'm not sure if Outburst is which because his whole point in all this stuff is trying to find his friend. I think it would be to, his outburst. I think my yeah. thing would be to get answers. I don't care if they're from her specifically. Like if we gotta yeah, go through her, yeah. then that's totally fine by me. Like they're charging in to deal with her, and you're trying to find answers. 
So I would, would we all agree that it's probably not everybody's on the exact same purpose in this fight? Because if that's the case, then we then we don't add one to the team for that one. So we're still at three. If any team member mistrusts the leader or the team, remove a team. Does does anybody mistrust anybody on this team? No, I don't. No, not at this point. Okay. All right. And do you feel your team is ill prepared or off balanced? Remove remove a team. Always. Yeah, oh, I would say you guys. That's, that's the nature yeah. of this. This. Attack. I mean, yeah. I'm the new guy, so I feel like we kind of have to be like off. <laughs> no, it's not even, I don't even think. I don't even think it's you. I think with you know, you guys were like kind of in agreement. Okay, we'll come back tomorrow, and you guys were already kind of winding down. Like, okay, we're done for the night, and then boom! Oh crap! We there. We just got to go. You know, kind of thing. I, I. So I would say, yeah, we you're definitely ill prepared or off balance on this one. So we're back down to two for the team pool. Now I know that Kylie and uh, Jonesy knows, I don't know if you know, Justin, but the way the team pool works is the leader of the team can mark a condition to avoid removing a team from the pool. So at any point, uh, if somebody uses a team, Jonesy, since you guys have decided he's the leader can choose to take a condition so that that team does not get removed. Anybody working with the team, can spend it one team for to help a teammate, giving their teammate a plus one on their role. Um, so you can choose to like assist your teammates and spend a team to do that. Or you can use it selfishly. And when you act selfishly, you say how your actions ignore or insult your teammates. And then you remove the one team from the pool and shift one label up and one label down, your choice. So, and you can use this option after rolling and altering your label. So... So just so you know, you can use the team for yourself and give yourself a plus one selfishly, mm-hmm. or you can use it and give it to your teammates. Okay. So that's what the team mechanics is okay. for, is to kind of help you guys in the in the middle of a fight. So we're going into this with two team pool guys. All right. Okay. Let's do it. And so these guys are firing. Uh, Crash immediately throws up like an energy absorption barrier, kind of trying to take that kinetic energy from those firearms. I need Crash to give me a, uh, what's it called? A defend. Unleash your powers. Oh, yeah. Oh. Def- yeah, defend. You're right. No, no, you're right. It would be defend. A defense role. Okay. And that's uh, plus my... Savior. 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 Okay. So plus one to this role. Uh, that's a three and a five for eight plus one for nine. Nine on the seven nine, it'll cost you expose yourself to danger, escalate the situation. But you can add a team to the pool, take influence over someone you protect, or clear a condition. Um, I will. Uh, ex- I mean, clearly, I think the situation is exposed. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. sorry. I read that wrong. Uh, uh, that's if on a hit. So if you rolled, no, no, that's right. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, you get to do it on a seven to nine. Besides those, you also or expose yourself to danger, escalate the situation. So go ahead. Yeah, so I think clearly I'm exposing myself to danger, trying to hit the bullets, uh, get the bullets uh, from keeping the bullets from hitting my friends here. Um, uh, and you said I had to choose uh, a condition. Is that what I need to do? Well, you, no, you can. So when you when you do this mm-hmm. on a hit, which you have a hit, you keep them safe. So you keep your teammates safe. Perfect. And you choose one, add a team to the pool, take influence over someone you protect, okay. which you already have, which you already have over both them. So if you did it, you would get to shift one label up and one label down on them, or you can clear a condition. Okay. Um, 
I'm just gonna add some, add it to the team pool for right now. Okay. All right. So we're up to we're up to. So we're at uh, since you're now. the team leader, yeah. Okay. I was like, well, then one of you guys keep track of it so that way. Yeah, I got <laughs> it. I got it. I have it. All right. So as you do this, right, you throw the shield up. You guys, as you're moving forward, you kind of throw your arms up, thinking you're about to get shot, and then you realize there's this kinetic. In it. What does your barrier look like? Crash, describe the barrier. How's it looking in front of them? Uh, I've always thought of Crash's powers not really, really. Uh, uh, forming like that. I've I've always thought of it just sort of being him and it, and his body. So they raise their guns and they just shoot Crash. Like Got you. The bullets just hit him, and it's just he stumbles back a few steps and everything. He brushes his chest you, off, and just brass bullets hit the ground from it. And well, it does hurt you. To talk to him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. As they as it hits you, it does hurt because you. Show, you know, you expose yourself to the danger, and you will take. Uh, and their their focus is now on you. Mm-hmm. Um, so their next rounds are going to be coming at you, and they're they're looking at you because you clearly are standing in front of these people, showing that you can take the the shot. So they're all drawing on you um, as you be, as you go to speak. But what are the, what are you guys doing? I I. Make a noise at crash of like, oh, why? <laughs> and and then teleport behind the people that are, um, uh, shooting, shooting us. at us. And I am going to directly engage a threat. Um, okay. And basically, just it sucks, but I I want to try to to do what I did to the guy in the alleyway and just like suck away all their life them. force. Drain them and knock them unconscious. Make yeah, them pretty much. Got you. Okay. All right. So uh, for that, what I'm going to have you do is first, I'm not going to have you unleash your powers. So you're going to do this. <laughs> you appear behind them because it's, it's pretty, it's pretty clear what's going on. Their focus is on crash. It gives you the opportunity to appear behind them. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and roll directly engage a threat. That is going. To and there's, and this is just on one side because there's multiple people shooting at you guys from different sides. So this is just like two of the guys that you're you're grabbing. Mm-hmm. So I am going. I so that was an eight. So, uh, total. Yeah, that was, uh, or yeah, because I have a plus zero to, wait, no, what's my danger? Yeah, plus zero to the danger. So it's only an right. eight. Um, on a seven to nine, you, you, on a hit, you trade blows. On a seven to nine, you can pick one. Resist or avoid their blows. Take something from them. Create an opportunity for your ally. Impress, surprise, or frighten the opposition. Yeah, so what, I think what I want to do, I'm going to... Take some, so I think the sort of person in the middle, I um drop sort of on top of them and like put my hands on the sides of their heads to drain their life force, um, and then grab the gun, um, with the understanding that I'm probably gonna get like clocked in the face or something by someone. Yeah, I mean, I'd even let you touch two of them and drop two of them. Okay. And like, basically take them out of the fight. Like, take something from them. You're taking their life force, dropping them out of the fight. Oh, okay. But there are other guys. I'd even let you do that if you want. If you want to just focus on one guy, 
that's cool. I kind of like the visual of you like landing on somebody and just grabbing their head and they're like, Ugh. yeah. But if you, if you want to take out two, you can do that as well. Um, I think that I would. Um... I mean, you tell me what how. Well, how you many know how, how many guys it. are there? There's four on this side, and then there's four on the other side because they all came around the two sides of the building where they were kind of navigating around so as this person busted oh, through and okay. fried somebody they were all charging towards the front of the building to see what was going on okay so let's do two then yeah i uh i well i if they're if they're really close to each other i think I, the visual still works that like i land sort of on, it, on one and grab the other yeah <laughs> yeah and, that's cool and just sort of brace myself for I'm gonna, I know that I'm going to get hit. It's going gonna, it's gonna to hurt. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. And so, so what you guys see is as you get shot, you take a step back and you, you're trying to like talk to them. You see Dare like <laughs> peer behind, like landing on one of them, driving her knees into their back with one hand on his head and then reaching out, grabbing a second one right on the arm. And they both drop. And one of the guys next to them takes the butt of his gun and strikes you with it. Uh, you do need a market condition because you do take a blow. Yep. Um, oh, but I do. Yes. But do I have to roll to take a powerful blow? No, no. Cause this is, this is just training blows. Oh, okay. Taking a powerful blow is when they, cause they're going to be able to make a move. And when they make a move against you, then you will take, okay. Them. Then no, it's like, for sure. Out. So I'm actually, I'm one of the reasons why I did this is that, after one of my fails, or um, I took a uh, a new uh, move from the bonded playbook uh, called uh, "You Won't Like Me When I'm Angry." So I'm going to mark the condition of angry. Maybe where did it go? Yeah, there we go. So um, uh -oh. with that. <laughs> Uh, he clocks me in the face with that, with the butt of his gun or whatever it was. And um, I think, Crash, you see, you see Derelict come through, like proper Derelict. And I get to uh, give my bond control to d directly engage the one responsible um, as if I rolled a 10. So I uh, look at the guy who who clocked me and is that when you take the power is that when you take a powerful blow or trading blows oh res oh result of a powerful blow yeah yeah so th so this isn't a okay. this is just the result because whenever you directly engage on right, a hit right, right. you trade blows which means they get they hit you as part of you hitting them unless you resist or avoid their blows so okay. uh, because you chose to take them out of the fight taking something from them yeah one of them was able to just kind of like reach out reactively striking you because okay. you're focused on them um like when i sit there and say something like they're they're firing at you i was going to have you guys all take a powerful blow but he chose to defend which is the reason why i didn't roll or didn't have you guys roll for taking a powerful blow because sure, he sure. took the blow for you no i get that so, okay so then instead of taking yeah. instead of marking angry because i want to hold that then um, I am going to take guilty. Hey, travelers, it's Morgan jumping in to talk to you guys about two promos this week. The first promo is for Describe.com. So you are ready to guide your friends on a journey of imagination where words come to life and stories unfold. 
but you need a little help. <laughs> well, our partners at Describe.com are here to assist. Describe.com is a revolutionary platform that brings you an extensive collection of enthralling human-created narratives, maps, music, and more. Whether you're a fan of gripping mysteries, thrilling adventures, or heartwarming tales, they've got something for everyone. My personal favorite feature of theirs is called Composition. It allows you to create dynamic scenes for your players and add music, ambiance, and sound effects all in the same place. If you want to give it a try, use our promo code MINDFLAY during your checkout and you'll receive 10% off your first subscription payment. So visit Describe.com slash MindFlayed. That's D-S-C-R-Y-B dot com slash MindFlayed and use our code. With Describe.com, you can unlock a world of captivating narratives, maps, music, sounds, and more at a very reasonable price. I love Describe.com and have started incorporating it into all my client sessions. I'm going to add their links below into our description for you to check out later. And now for a second promo. Oh, and as always, never stop rolling. Hey, before we jump back into our episode tonight, I want to send a special shout out to our friends at Underground Oracle Publishing. UO Publishing is a wonderful team of creators who have for years been providing fantastic content for D&D 5e, and they are now crafting new worlds and settings using the Cypher system. They even recently successfully launched a Kickstarter for Harrow, their first setting that uses the Cypher system rule set. If you want to know, Harrow is basically Treasure Planet meets Waterworld. Harrow and their other creations are freaking awesome, and a major boon for game masters and storytellers everywhere. If you want to learn more about what they do, check them out on Twitter at UO Publishing. Or even better, if you want to check out their content and support their hard work, find them over on Patreon and their website, undergroundoracle.com. I'm going to add their links in our description below as well. Now, with that said, who's ready to get back to our game? Guilty. Okay. So that's what I do. <laughs> All right. With so we got that before Crash can say anything, what is Outburst doing? Um, I was gonna try and persuade with best interests one of the people to like get them to not shoot at us. Okay, um, so I had rolled earlier because I thought that it was about to come to my turn, and I got an eight. Eight total. Yes. All right. So you rolled superior. Uh, yeah, persuade with best interests. Uh, when you persuade someone with their best interest, roll plus superior. Uh, on a 10 plus, they buy it and act accordingly. On a 7 through 9, they need concrete assurance right now. So what are you saying to them to try to persuade them? And what are you doing to prove it to them? Um, I'm going to put my hands up, be like, hey, don't shoot at us because we just got here. We need to stop the person who just like tore a hole through your guys. And they're kind of drawn on you, but they they do stop and they don't fire. And they go, how do we know you're not part of the, the same attack? You, you got here way too fast to just happen to be in the area. We How do we know we can trust you? We were on patrol, and if we were with her, then, I mean, you saw what she did to that one guy. And in seconds flat, so I would think that'd be enough. They didn't to prove. see it actually. Wait, do they really know? All they know, 
No, because what happened was is she came in, somebody yelled at her, she fried the dude. He's literally a smoking corpse on the ground. Oh. And then she knocked several other people. And because of all the ruckus, these guys came running towards the front of the building. Not they just heard like commotion. So as they came up, she was already in the building, and you guys were charging into this place. So they're looking, and all they see is a dead body on the ground, and you guys. <laughs> all right. Um, I'm gonna play like this then. Crash and Derelict are two of Halcyon City's most well-known heroes. Do you really think that they would just come in a, and kill a man? Ooh. Crash says that under his breath. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they kind of look at each other. For reference, go, well, I've only no. been at this for several days. No. I yes, but you game. would know because they... Game. The loot... The loose cannons have been all over the news about destroying a bank recently. Can we can we just flash back to like that's on Leo's TV or whatever? But he's like got headphones in. He's just making breakfast. Or yeah. Something. Oh, I love that. I love that. Like you're listening to music. The TV's like, on. The TV's just on. There's no like, reason for the TV to be on. It just is. You know, like when you're just doing something and you're not really paying attention maybe your maybe your family's there and they're like hey leo look at this but you're not even hearing them you're just listening to music as like they're watching the news and then we flash back to now where you're like yeah they're really well-known superheroes you think they would do this and these guys are looking at each other like i derelict physically smacks her head forehead just like like no but i will say for the moment they are hesitant they're not they're not firing and, and Crash, we're back to you. As these guys are looking confused, not sure if they should engage you or not. Uh, yeah, Crash will attempt to help the situation as well. Um, hand, hands up and just say, listen, if we wanted to hurt you, we would have already. But you still hear the screaming coming from back down the hallways right now. We have to stop her, otherwise more people are going to get hurt. You have to let us through. I will say I'll have you roll pursue the best interest and add plus one to it just because um, of how, how well he had done just a second ago, how well Alberts had done just a second ago. Also, when you start to say that and you're like, if we wanted to hurt you, we would, the guards look at their two friends that are unconscious underneath derelict. <laughs> and then they look at you. <laughs> I, I just crash doesn't even didn't even see that happen. So he looks around, looks back up at Derelict, says, "What happened?" <laughs> like, <laughs> he passed out. I scared them. It, it, <laughs> most of you, they're fine. They'll wake up in in a little bit, but we need to go. Um, all right, and remind me really quickly how taking from the team pool. Uh, you just use it. <clears throat> You you can roll first, and then you can decide if you want to use it or not. So you don't have to use it beforehand. You can always roll and then see what your things are, and then see if a plus one would help. Okay. And I always suggest doing that, like never yeah. taking it unless you need it. So. So I am persuading with best interest, which is roll plus superior, which I don't think my superior is good at all. If I'm not mistaken. Oh yeah, minus one. Let's go. Let's go. Big money. Okay, I rolled a nine. Minus one is eight. Um, plus two, though. Oh, no, plus one, because oh. uh, you do have plus one from him already talking to them and kind of getting them to this point where they're listening to you, at least. Right, right. So that's that's good. So that's a, that's a nine. And if you take the team one, that takes you up to a ten, which would be a full success. 
and it'll give you influence over them as well. Which I will do. All right. So are you taking it selfishly? <laughs> no, Crash is never selfish. Well, I mean, it would have to be because or somebody else could do it to help. Like one of you guys, because it's you do it to help him get that or he takes it selfishly. Oh, well, he can take it selfishly. That's fine. Then, well, Deep if he does down. that, he has to, you have to, you have to do something. At, you have to show it like how your actions ignore or insult your teammates. If you're going to take it selfishly. I mean, the, Wait, the I only do thing he I... does. no, he does. Okay. He, has to, he has to do, if he's going to take it selfishly, he has to do it. Or one okay. of you guys can do something to help him. Fine. I, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to, I have, I have troublemaker, which, uh, when you help a teammate through destructive criminal or rule breaking actions, I can give them a plus two instead of a plus one when you spend a team from the pool. So I am going to, uh, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna. I'm gonna spend one from the team pool to give uh, Crash a plus two, and the way that I'm going to do it is just uh, I'm gonna th throw a bratty temper tantrum and go. Oh. oh my gosh! Like we're just trying to help you, and clearly you don't want it. And I just like take like the gun from one of the guys and just like huck it through a window and just go fine fine we're just gonna leave then and, and it's like and yeah embarrass us basically that's the way that i'm gonna play that <laughs> so all right all right all right all right so you got all a right, plus 10 right. or a plus two left they look at you, Crash. Like, can, can you can you get her to calm down? Like, uh, fine. You guys can you guys can go in. We we have to call it in though, because this is like top top secret stuff that they're working on, and we're gonna have to let our people do know what that. Do I don't care. People are getting hurt, and Crash will run down the hallway. I'm also running. And they, and, yeah, and they and they don't they don't follow you or shoot at you anymore. Those guys are out there checking on their friends, going over to the corpse. And I think we get this shot of you guys as you charge into the building of like the camera coming back and slowly coming down on the burnt body. And you just see like the face and like this horrible agonizing expression. And you can barely even see who they were once because they're completely charred and like the skin is melted to the bone and you can just see smoke coming up from the dead, dead uh, security guards body. As you guys charge into this building, Arby's, we have the meat. <laughs> and oh as God. you guys are as you guys are moving through this building, you know, basically following this trail of destruction, you can see electrical burn marks all over the thing. Lights are flickering in different parts of the building uh, as as there's just chaos going on, and you see guards moving. Uh, for the most part, you may have gotten the guards outside, but you guys are kind of avoiding being seen by the guards in here and so far nobody has seen you and you guys are making your way and as you're moving down this this corridor this one corridor and you see that there's a stairwell that looks like the door had been blown off the hinges and it looks like it goes further deeper into this like into the ground and you see more people coming down the hall towards you guys more like guards yeah, normies. normies, if you can call them that. Uh, I think 
Um, I'm going to use, are you watching closely as we get closer to these? Um, I'll have to roll, but basically I can mislead, distract, or trick someone um, so, so it gets further down. Mm -hmm. So how do you want to do it? Um, basically, I'm like blinking down the hall and, and shout and say, uh, we were called to help with this. Uh, which direction are, 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 uh, is the intruder going? And just like shouting a bunch of questions at them um, too fast for them to actually figure out what's going on. And they, as you come up, they kind of draw on you. Uh, state your name. What are you doing here? Is what they're saying to you. And I, I'm guessing you're doing this to kind of occupy them so your friends could dive down into the stairwell? Yeah. Yeah. You guys see her engaging in a conversation with them, and they're not looking past her. They're looking directly at her. Gotcha. Uh, I, yeah, you'll get a quick tap on your shoulder and and uh, from Crash. Stay safe. Get down as soon as you can. Yep. And... Uh, turn around and you said this is a stairwell that we're going down right like is it one of those like big like tower stairwells that you can see really far down yeah well it's yeah it's kind of like that you can look and you can see the stairs going around and you can see it goes down many many flights but the lights are out and it's on reserve power so all the lights in this tunnel right now are red so it's like that dark red mm -hmm. in the tunnels yeah going right. down Morgan, I rolled a, I rolled a seven, eight. I rolled a nine on this, so I get to choose two. So, and this is which, which move was this again? Sorry. So, this is are you watching closely when you mislead, distract, or trick someone? So, the two things that I'd like to do is that is a confuse them for a time, enough time for uh, crash and outburst to uh, get down that um, stairwell. Mm -hmm. And then the other thing is avoid further entanglement. So basically, uh, as soon as I know that they're safely down the hall, I just, without giving them any information, uh, flip them off and blink down the hall <laughs> to catch up back to <laughs> crash and, and outburst. All right. As you guys are, and yeah, you, poof, and you go down the tunnel and they're looking around for you up, upstairs trying to figure out where you went. And they're like, secure the area. Make sure nobody gets in or out. And they start like, you don't, you don't hear them coming down the stairs, but they look like they're setting up a perimeter around this, the stairwell, okay. uh, making sure that nothing else. And you, and you can even hear as you're starting to go down, like, we're waiting for more units to get here. Can I? And you know that so, they're going to be coming down soon. I'm sorry to interrupt. Oh, go ahead. So looking at this door, if it closes behind us, the one of one of my uh, abilities, not my chosen abilities, but uh, the like set one is you have heightened physical ability, strength, agility, and toughness. Um, when this door closes behind us, is there some way that I can disable it? Just like bending the, the like. No, the door is blown off the hinges. If you hear me say earlier, oh, it was, oh, when came, the door going into the stairwell was blown away. Like, gotcha. Okay, that woman blew this door off as she was moving down, and you can even see like it looks like electrical burns on the door, which is weird because doors. You know, usually don't have, but they are metal. But you can see, like, there's like burns on like where the hinges were. Like, she literally fried the hinges and blasted the door off. Gotcha. Okay. And the door was leaning on like the obviously the 
the steps as you're going down the first set of steps it's leaning towards the bottom and there's like literally like a blast hole through the door gotcha and it's a solid steel door that this electrical just blasted right through never mind then we just need to make it down so and you guys make your way down and as you get deeper into this thing and this thing goes down and down and down probably about five six stories beneath the building this is a very deep basement and as you finally come to where it looks like where you're who you're pursuing went through you can see that it's like a large chamber uh and past it you see several doors and a door at the end of the hall is blown off and you see this woman standing there and you see several scientists like begging like please please don't and she's just standing there with lightning pulsating in her hands as you guys are at the other end of the room right before we go into this room i would like to use one of my janice move called game face and it's when i commit myself to save someone or defeat a terrible enemy i will designate whatever this entity is as the terrible enemy i will mark condition and take a plus one to ongo on ongoing to all roles and direct pursuit of that goal all right what condition are you marking i will mark uh angry i think that oh. is the most apt because As you... superpowers are not meant to hurt people they are meant to protect people yeah and i think we all see crash i mean we can't see his face through the helmet but i think i think we get this scene where it's almost like we're in the art the tran you know, it's like a transparent and you can see through the mask your eyes just kind of narrow and we can see a reflection on the outside of this woman with the lightning in her hands like looking away from you at these people and you can see also on the mask uh dr park's face in terror as she's staring at mm -hmm. her the person that's moving into the room and you just you're just staring ready to go what are you guys doing uh i am gonna go with the good old alley-oop uh i hold my hand out to crash uh so that i can uh teleport us next to her so that i can go in negate her powers and then uh he can restrain her yeah right and, and what what is outburst trying to do um Oh, I, I think I might want to wait to see how this plays out because then I might be able to use one of my moves. Actually, outburst. I I just I just want to point something out. As all this is happening, oh, and this. as they're teleporting, as they're teleporting towards her, they're already the portal's already opening. They're already stepping through. She kind of glances over because one of the doctors looks past her and looks at you guys, and her face turns. And it's Maria. God damn it. And in that moment, as you realize that this woman that's doing all this is your friend, you, you two pop in. Garbage. And, <laughs> and derelict, as you reach the toucher, you recognize this as Maria from your school. I mean, it doesn't and stop me from doing it. Like, very, like, <laughs> in, in my, my, well, and, here's the I, thing. In my head, if, if this is, sort of like afterburner maggie's already pulled 
Yeah. Literal afterburner mat, uh, powers out of someone. Now, what I will tell you is it's kind of crazy because you, you know that Maria was a promising young athlete and student with a super bright future ahead of her. Right. So even though like it's not stopping you, it is kind of a, a shock to see somebody that was just so well respected and had a good head on her shoulders to be the cause of what you just saw outside. Right. Well, I mean, I would be pissed and, too. Like, yeah, <laughs> but it, it's just one of those things you're like, holy crap, this is somebody I know, you yeah. know, kind of thing, but go ahead. And as you, I would say, this is an unleash your powers because uh, you're trying 100. to, or no, yeah. Yep. No, because you're reaching touch. Yep. Okie dokie. Big money, no whammies. That is. That's my freak. I always need to check that. Okay. Six, nine, ten, eleven on the dice. Nice. So, I, I, I think this is what what it looks like. It's like I teleport crash myself to her. I drop crash in front of her as I grab her shoulders and just start drawing all of this power from her. Like, and I think I'm like leaning back, like heels dug in um, to like sort of gain some uh, traction so that she can't mm -hmm. like move and, and let um, give the opportunity to uh, crash to restrain her once I get all of like at least like reduce her to for all intent and purpose like zero like she can't move you're trying to draw that much you're not sure if it's her anger her fury or whatever it is that's fueling her mm -hmm. but there is so much energy in her that you drain it and it does reduce her her abilities quite a bit as you see the the lightning in her fingertips become much smaller but it's almost too much energy for you to contain. If you know that as you're drawing this from her, if you keep drawing, it may be too much for your body to, to handle. And even derelict is warning you yeah. in your mind. I You feel like they're not saying anything, but you can feel the sense of the mass saying like, yeah, it's, it's too much. I, if, if, if I feel that I go, Hey, crash, uh, uh this is bad, bad. It's bad. It's bad. <laughs> What are you doing, Crash? You see her draining, and you can see that the lightning is it, not only she's just taking the power, but you see the lightning ripping over uh, Derelict's body, not hurting her, but it's like you've never seen as she's you know taken from others it doing this. It's just so much energy that she's pulling mm -hmm. that it's just it's it's you can tell that it's bad as she's saying it, as the lightning is covering her, and it's becoming hard for her to contain. What are you doing? I think uh, Crash will step up, letting some of that lightning hit him. And then also with the sort of the kinetic energy from the bullets that he stored earlier, is uh, typically this would be more uh, more diplomatic maybe, but not right now. Uh, Crash is just going to uh, raise a fist, jump into the air, and just donkey punch this bitch right in the face. <laughs> like every everything that he has is going to go into this punch and trying to just directly engage the threat bring yeah. her down 
yeah, just to immediately uh, negate her as a threat. All right, so we're doing directly engage a threat, which is plus danger. And my danger is zero, but I get a plus one to the roll for game face. That's a seven, making it an eight total. Um, and what do I need to need for a success? Uh, seven and nine. You get to pick oh. one on a seven and nine. Okay. Yeah. So, it's creating an opportunity, uh, impress, surprise, or frighten the opposition. Well, none of those say knock them the fuck out which is what i'm trying to do um yeah hmm. Ooh, would that be maybe can... overwhelm a vulnerable foe with with derelict negating her powers a bit right now wait where are you looking at that at on uh moves under wield your powers on the left hand side. Oh, that's um, that's adult moves. We don't have access to those yet. You're yeah, oh. you're you directly engage a threat. That's so I was like, wait, where are you looking at? <laughs> that's not under directly engage a threat. Directly engage a threat. Uh, what'd you get again? I got my, an eight. An eight. So you get to pick one. So on a hit, you trade blows. You're gonna hit her and she's gonna release energy to hit you back mm-hmm. unless you unless you resist or avoid the blows. That would be the one you could pick, or you could take uh, something from them, create an opportunity for your allies, impress, surprise, or frighten the opposition. Those are your four options. So you pick one of those. Uh, he's angry. I'm going for frighten the opposition. All right. So as you hit, boom, this energy, just the kinetic energy from the bullets that you hit releases, and she goes flying. But as as you were hitting her, she was coming up with an uppercut herself and catches you right under the jaw. So your head kind of rocks back as she goes flying across the room, slamming into the wall. Uh, since you are trying to frighten her, yeah, she is she is definitely marked afraid for her. And when she does that, she stands up and she's like, why are you protecting them? And then she blows out all the lights in the room and everything in this room is now pitch black. Nobody can see anybody at the moment. Wonderful. Love that. And, and as you do that, you hear her, they did this to me. They did this to me. They need to suffer. All of them, them brass, everyone. Run. That's all. That's all crash is going to say. Just yell wrong at her. I go ahead. Go ahead. What's that first doing? I think at this point, I think I'm going to say Maria. And she turns and looks at you at the at the voice she recognizes. Leo. What are you what are you doing here? They did this to us. They ruined my life. I thought I thought I was like helping them come up with something and they injected us and, and now look at me, I'm a monster. I can't go to college. Everything that I worked for is gone. 
You too. They ruined your life. Look, is this what you wanted? I mean, I didn't know what I wanted, honestly. But they did do some messed up stuff to us, yeah. Then you should be with me. You should help me. Help me in this so they can't do it to anybody else. And and Dr. Parker's like, we didn't know. We 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 didn't want to. That's why we're I'm working on stuff. Shut the hell up. We're trying to fix this. I'm just you can't she you can't see you can't even see her. All right. It's pitch okay, black yeah, in the room. Like, shut <laughs> up. <clears throat> Maria, if you want to make anyone pay, it has to be brass. It can't be these people. And she just goes, we, Brass was the one who lured us both here. Brass was the one who offered us to be something better than what we are. He's the one who has to go down for this. And if you join us, hold up, wait. And we can help you bring him down either any sort of way you want. Are you trying to persuade with best interest? Yes. So roll superior. Okay. Roll plus superior. Well, while he's rolling that, I would like to say Crash closes his eyes and would like to use his supernatural. Yo, energy. no way. I got a 10. Nice. <laughs> to listen to where she, her voices and her steps are coming from. Uh, and uh, there's this long pause. As she's like taking in the words that you just said. And she finally goes, Fine. I'll try it your way. Please. And as she just, as she says please that, please just stand still the, and crash wherever you are. Please do not hit her in the mouth. <laughs> but as you're as you're you know, as you say that and she says those words, you see like the sparks in her hands that she still has of her powers let loose and the lights click back on. And as you guys all kind of are standing there looking at her and looking at each other behind you, you see this huge dude. He is massive, hulking, clearly very strong, over eight feet tall as he kind of like bends down and steps into the room, bulging muscles. His skin is thick and tough and it looks like he is not only strong, but maybe even invulnerable. And he has this strange, really tight metal helmet. It almost looks like a mixture between like a medieval helmet and like a modern, like sci-fi helmet on his head. And he has body armor. And you guys recognize him as the villain known as Titan. And he steps in. Oh, more guinea pigs <laughs> and he smiles and he cracks his fist and behind him you see another individual who looks very in the he, you see like flames flare up around him and it's inferno he has literally a red suit with fire all around it red glowing eyes flames that constantly flicker around him 
And he's like, ah, this should be fun. More people to deal with who shouldn't be here. I guess we have to burn them all and the doctors. And you hear Titan, not before I get to crush him. He cracks his knuckles and Inferno lights up the flames. And this is where we'll end this issue. No! (laughs) Goddamn. Hey Travelers, I am Morgan, your Master of Games, and I just want to say thank you for listening to our adventure. We really hope you enjoyed this episode and will return for more. Join us every other week on our new schedule to see what happens next. If you love the stories we are creating, please give us a follow and likes wherever you listen to us online to help other wandering adventurers find us as well. Or you can just share our link with your fellow Dice Storing friends. Remember, whether it's at the table or in life, never stop rolling. Thanks again, and I hope you all have a great night.